Welcome to the Prophecy Club. I have a topic today that I thought, maybe prayed, would never come. Our topic today is gun confiscation has arrived. I didn't say coming, it has arrived. Apparently, the door has just been opened. So first of all, I've got three different prophetic words confirming what we're talking about today. I'm going to start with the first one, then we're going to jump into what's happened. Pastor Bassey, 2020, Obama's preparing an elite military wearing masks to find and kill Christians. Now, he got this in 2020, but I'm afraid it's still coming. Chaos is coming to America. Well, now that has partially arrived, not in full measure, but partially. Checkpoints, FEMA camps will be filled up. Uh, back in, in, in around 2000, that was common talk. Now, welfare checks will stop. Well, that's the third person we've had saying that. Protesters are going to start burning cities. That happened back in, what, 2021 and 2? Protesters start burning cities. Civil rights are gone. In other words, your right to remain silent, right to an attorney, innocent until proven guilty, charged to release in 48 hours, gone. Local militias fire back. Civil war. Gun confiscation is ordered. America is disarmed. I'm going to show you today. They found a loophole. They found an open door in our Constitution, and apparently they're going to use it. And the military will fill our streets with blood. That's civil war, okay? Hawaii court says spirit of aloha supersedes the Constitution and Second Amendment. Hawaii's highest court ruled Wednesday that Second Amendment rights as interpreted by the U.S. Supreme Court do not extend to Hawaii citizens citing the spirit of aloha. Well, aloha is Hawaiian for hello. Okay, so I didn't know there's a spirit of aloha, but the point is they found a loophole. They found a loophole, and you know that the Dems been looking for ways for years to get rid of our guns. And this could, and sad to say, probably is, the loophole. In the ruling, which was penned, by the way, this is real important. Stick with me on this. In the ruling, which was penned by Hawaiian Supreme Court Justice, the court determined that states, quote, remain the authority to require, unquote, individuals to hold proper permits before carrying firearms in public. Well, whatever the government permits, it can also rescind the permit to. All they have to do is get everybody <laughs> to register their arms to get a permit and then say, we're going to pull all the permits, and then you got to turn in the guns, okay? Does not, uh, the decision also concluded that the Hawaii construction constitution broadly, quote, does not afford a right to carry firearms in public places for self-defense. And they've got a point here I'm going to show you. Further pointing to the, quote, spirit of aloha, and even quoting HBO's TV drama, The Wire. Well, I didn't know that a TV drama could cause gun confiscation. But apparently, it was all set up, and that's exactly what they're doing. The court's opinion further says that the state government's policies curbing certain gun carry rights have now preserved peace and tranquility in Hawaii. Now, this in blue is my comment. That is, okay, so New York has strict gun laws and is in chaos. So Hawaii has okay to carry gun laws and is now 
in peace and tranquility. So now Hawaii wants to follow New York to cause chaos. So obviously, uh, they don't understand. Okay, it's when they take away guns, you've heard it said, the only people who are going to have guns are the ones that won't let them be taken away. In other words, the bad guys. A freewheeling right to carry guns in public degrades are the constitutional rights. This is Hawaii talking. It concludes, the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness encompasses a right to freely and safely move in peace and tranquility. Okay, so if we take away all the guns, then we're going to have peace and tranquility. Well, tell that to New York right now. Tell that to Chicago right now. Because they took away the guns, and now the only ones that have guns are the criminals. In addition, the white matter of fact, that's what happened on October 7th. Israel wouldn't allow people to have guns. You had to have permit, you had to be law enforcement to be able to carry a gun in Israel. So October 7th happened, and then like a couple of days after that, Israel decided, okay, we're going to let people start carrying guns. See, if everybody had a gun, the first bullet that went in the wrong direction, there'd be four or five bullets heading back in the wrong guy's direction, you see. In addition, the Hawaii Supreme Court notes a quote from HBO's The Wire that, quote, the thing about the old days, they, the old days, the court's opinion states, that it makes no sense for a contemporary society to pledge allegiance to, quote, the founding era's culture, realities, laws, and understanding of the Constitution. What they're saying is the Constitution is, well, I don't know, a couple hundred years old, and it's just too old. We don't live in that kind of society anymore. We need to get rid of that law. So not only is it a, a loophole, Not only is it a a cracked open door to remove our guns, it's really a cracked open door, a loophole to remove the Constitution. Isn't that what the first prophecy said? Here, I'll go back. I'll refresh your memory on it. Okay, does it not say? uh, Civil rights gone. Remain silent. Attorney, innocent until proven guilty. Charge. Isn't that what it's saying? Isn't that what it's saying? The Constitution is gone. That's exactly what it's saying. All right, let's go on to the next one here. The case dates to December 2017 when a Hawaiian citizen, Christopher Wilson, was arrested and charged with improperly holding a firearm and ammunition in his West Maui home. The firearm Wilson was arrested, yeah, the firearm Wilson was arrested carrying was unregistered in Hawaii, and he never obtained or applied for a permit to own the gun. He told police officers that the firearm was purchased in 2013 in Florida. He argued in court that charges brought against him violated the Second Amendment. True. But according to the reload, the Hawaii High Court explicitly rejected, are you listening to this, rejected the U.S. Supreme Court's interpretation of the Second Amendment. Well, I mean, that's just like what they're doing with the four indictments against Trump. So we don't, we're not a nation of republic laws. See, the difference between republic and democrat is supposed to be The Republic says we are a nation of laws, we follow the laws. Whereas democracy is a nation that lives by whatever the people vote. Okay, that's the difference between the Republican, which wants to live by a set of laws, whereas the Democrat wants to do whatever the people want to do, you see. Let me go on. It goes on to say there is a constitutionally protected right to carry arms. That's right, and in the Constitution, but Hawaii has just said, eh, we're not going to obey the Constitution. 
Kind of like Biden right now, we have laws on the books that should be stopping these illegal immigrants from coming into our nation. But right now, Biden is just saying, eh, we're just going to ignore that law. I mean, of course, Mayorkas, they have so far tried to impeach him, but the impeachment failed. We can't get justice in our nation anymore. So this is a landmark decision that affirms the constitutionality of crucial gun safety legislation. Democratic Hawaii Attorney General Ann Lopez said on Wednesday, listen to this, gun violence is a serious problem, and common sense tools like licensing and registration have an important role to play in addressing that problem. That's right. Let's get everybody to license their firearms, tell us who they are, what firearms they have, what are the serial numbers, so that we can knock on the door and say, okay, this is what you have, we want them. This is what you have, give them to us. You see what I'm saying? Now, to the next dream. Now, this is from Augusto Perez. He's credible. He's had a lot of dreams and visions. He's very well respected. He speaks all over Tarnation, as we Texans would say. Now, you northern people would say he speaks a lot. He speaks often all over America. Okay. Anyway, in a dream, I saw a group of people traveling on the road. Everyone was happy, and there seemed to be no fear or concern on their faces. Everything seemed normal until they came to a checkpoint where a group of military personnel was checking all the vehicles on the road. When this vehicle arrived at the checkpoint, the people inside were asked if they had any guns. As the military asked the question, I noticed there was a hunting rifle in the back of the vehicle. I could feel the tensions beginning to rise on both sides. After the conversation went back and forth for a moment, between the men driving the vehicle and the military personnel, one of the men in the vehicle reached back, grabbed the gun that was in the back seat, and gave it to the military personnel. The military made a statement. The gun was going to be confiscated, but that they could file a claim with the government to get it back. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. At this point, they were allowed to continue their journey. Some of you may recall the movie had uh, Patrick Swayze in it. It was called uh, Where the Russians Invaded. It was many, many, many years ago. It was back in high school. I watched it. But the first thing the Russians did when they parachuted and took over this little town, I'm trying to remember the name of it. The first thing they did was had everybody register their guns. When they're all registered, then they said everybody turned in the guns. <laughs> but stupid people do that. Or people that... Let's move on. Hawaii Top Court. Now, this is another article talking about the same event. But I, I read of these... I read like five articles. But these three articles gave additional information. There was no one article that told the whole story. Hawaii Top Court upholds gun laws and criticizes the U.S. Supreme Court. Okay, it upholds its gun laws and has tossed the Supreme Court out the window. So here's the summary. Hawaii's uh, Supreme Court says it disagrees with the U.S. Supreme Court's Second Amendment rulings. Okay, so Supreme Court, you aren't supreme anymore. We in Hawaii, we do what we want to do. And the next point is the court upholds laws barring carrying guns in public without a license. So in Hawaii, if this stands... If this stands, you'll have to have a permit to have a gun. And if they do it in Hawaii, just like now with Colorado, with taking Trump off the ballot, if they do it in Colorado, they're going to do it in all the states. If they can do it in Hawaii, they're going to do it in all the states. 
So I'm saying it's a loophole. They've found a loophole, and with that loophole, we could lose our guns. The Wyoming Supreme Court has upheld the state's laws that generally prohibit carrying a firearm in public without a license, and in the process, criticized the conservative majority U.S. Supreme Court's rulings that have expanded gun. Okay, so they're just basically told the Supreme Court, just don't go take a flying leap. We're not paying attention. We don't follow your rules of America. We don't. We are a state across the ocean. We don't have to do as we're told. Justice goes on to say, under the U.S. Constitution, Second Amendment, states that retain the authority to require individuals have a license before carrying firearms in public. It expressed that the disagreement is interpreted a near-identical provision of the state's Constitution, which says... A well or this is important, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Now, you didn't see the loophole in that. I didn't see the loophole in that until just today. But they found a loophole in that phrase. I'm going to show you. We read those words differently. This is why you're talking. Differently than the current United States Supreme Court. Okay, We just we do what we want to do. We don't follow those words that we've heard all of our life, okay? We hold that in Hawaii, there is no state constitutional right to carry a firearm in public. What? What part of it shall not be infringed, do you not understand? Well, they found a loophole. Here it is. He said that the right was instead militia-centric. As courts had long understood the Second Amendment before the U.S. Supreme Court starting in 2008 recognized an individual, an individual, an individual's right to keep a bear arm for self-offense. So what they're essentially saying is, well, you're saying that a well-regulated militia can have a firearm, as in a uniformed officer can have a firearm but not necessarily individuals. See, there's the loophole. My friends, there is the loophole that can take all of our guns away. Well, why do we want guns? Well, you don't need guns. To, you don't need a, an AK-47. You don't need an MR... What, what is it? Uh, just drew a blank there. What, what's it? AR-15. You don't need an AR-15 to go deer hunting. I don't want an AR-15 to go deer hunting. I, I want it to see that if someone, some bad person comes to my front door and they are breaking the law, then my law is going to supersede theirs. I wanted to see that justice is served. I wanted to see that I'm not abused by and my and my wife or my family is not abused by some kind of evil. Now, I want to see peace and tranquility. And until Biden came along, we, and until the, uh, the, the virus came along, we had peace and tranquility for the most part. But, of course, the Democrats have been fighting to get rid of it for a long time now. So, in summary so far, and I've got more. In summary so far, what they're saying is times have changed. The Constitution granted a militia the right to keep and bear arms, not an individual. Take a good look. Look at that, because that is the loophole. That's the loophole. That's the crack in the door that the Democrats, the left, the communists, are going to be putting their finger through, their foot through, 
their whole body through until they can take away all of our guns. Now they have got a precedent. There's more, sadly. Those words do not support a right to possess lethal, and now we're still talking Hawaii here. Those, right, those words do not support a right to possess lethal weapons in public for possible self-defense. What? Okay, <laughs> this is what I've been raised all my life on. People, for the last, what was it, 260 some odd years? This is the way it's been. But now, Hawaii comes along and says, no, we don't see it that way. The court reached that, that conclusion as it reversed the lower court's judge's decision dismissing two charges filed against Christopher Wilson after he was arrested for trespassing on someone's property with an unregistered pistol. Hawaii Attorney General Ann Lopez says, a landmark decision that affirms the constitutionality of crucial gun safety legislation. Now, you and I listen to that, and it means one thing. It sounds like, okay, well, we're going to do it right. But the way she's saying it, what she's really saying is, we found a loophole, and we're going to exploit it. And it's not going to be just our finger. We're sticking in it like a dike. We're going to bust it wide open. A lawyer for Wilson said he and his colleagues were reviewing the ruling and taking stock of our options. Okay, in other words, now Hawaii will see about gun confiscation, or you can expect it to start happening. At the trial court level, a judge had concluded the charges against Wilson violated his right to keep and bear arms under the Second Amendment of the Constitution. But Hawaii says, not so fast. Not so fast. You're not a militia. You're not part of a militia. You're an individual. We don't read it that way. In that case, the court's 63 conservative majority recognized for the first time that the Second Amendment protects an individual's right to carry a handgun in public for self-defense. That's what the U.S. says. It also established a new test for assessing firearms laws, saying restrictions must be, quote, consistent with the nation's historical tradition of firearm regulation. In other words, they're saying, yeah, well, you know, 200 some odd years ago when they came up with the Constitution, uh, that was the way it was then, but that's not the way it is now. Now we live in a different world. Now we have cell phones. Now we have cars. Now we have the internet. We don't need the guns. See what I'm saying? While that test has led to several rulings invalidating gun regulations nationally, Eden's Wednesday's decision in Bureau did not bar states from imposing gun licensing requirements. He also criticized Buren as he interpreted the state constitution in a different way than the U.S. Supreme Court has had with the federal one. Did you catch that? Okay, they're just saying, U.S. Supreme Court, take a hike. We aren't living by your constitution anymore. Now, this next thing really, really sets it in concrete what they're thinking. Time traveling to 1791 or 1868 to call her how a state regulates lethal weapons per the constitutional democratic design is a dangerous way to look at the federal constitution. In other words, we don't ride horses anymore. We don't put up barbed wire fences to keep the cows in anymore. Today, we put up barbed wire fences to let people through into our nation. Today, we don't need people carrying guns. The only ones should have guns are uniformed officers. That's what that's saying. 
So the summary so far is, we live in a different world. Only members of a militia, meaning uniformed law enforcement, may carry firearms. I hope you're getting this. Now let's go on to the next article. This one shows some other things. Hawaii Supreme Court rejects major Second Amendment rulings and new gun carry decision. Only if a firearm regulation is consistent with its nation's historical tradition may a court conclude that the individual's conduct falls outside the Second Amendment's unqualified command. The Hawaiian judges argued that the second that the standard should be tossed out, citing a line from a, a line from an HBO drama. Okay, so an HBO drama is going to kill the Constitution. If the communists have their way about it, yes. No, nah, no, nah, that'll never happen. Well, wait a minute. At the end of this, I'm going to show you another person, a third person, that has had a dream that our guns get confiscated. Let's go on. As the world turns, it makes no sense for contemporary society, for a contemporary society, to pledge allegiance to the founding era's culture, realities, laws, and understanding of the Constitution. You know what they're saying? They're saying we're better than that. Throw the Constitution out. We don't live by the Constitution anymore. We live by what we vote. That's democracy. See, we really are a republic, a republic of laws. But they want to make us a democracy. And that is, if the ruling elite want to take away our guns, then they'll get the guns, period. We don't pay attention to your laws anymore. Instead of American history, the Hawaii court looked at the island's pre-American history for guidance on the protections provided by its state constitution. We reject Wilson's constitutional challenges. The court wrote, conventional interpretive modalities and Hawaii's historical tradition of firearm regulation rule out an individual right to keep and bear arms under under the Hawaii Constitution. Boom. American Constitution just got a bullet in the heart. They just found a loophole. And if you think this one's going away, you are misunderstood. This is what every communist, every Democrat, every leftist, every evil person in America, and probably those outside of America, has been looking for to kill our Constitution. They just found the bullet. The judges concluded Hawaii's unique spirit overrode SCOTUS's view that its citizens are entitled to gun rights. What? I'm going to read it again. The judges concluded the Hawaii's unique spirit, the spirit of aloha, overrides the Constitution written by godly Christian men years ago. Boom. No more Constitution. No more right to remain silent. No more right to an attorney. No more. None of those rights are all gone. Watch. This is not going to stop. State defies U.S. Supreme Court rules Second Amendment. Yeah, now this is from American Military News, another perspective. We read those words differently than the current United States Supreme Court. This is Hawaii. We hold that in Hawaii there is no state constitutional right to carry a firearm in public. What? If this doesn't bother you, you're missing something. Hawaii's historical tradition of firearm regulation rule out an individual right to keep and bear arms under the Hawaii Constitution. The spirit of aloha 
clashes with a federal mandated lifestyle that lets citizens walk around with deadly weapons during day-to-day activities. <laughs> so, when now we're to live under the spirit of aloha instead of the godly constitution written by Christian men from God. The world has revered America's constitution ever since we came out with it. Most of the nations around the world have tried to use that as a template to write all of their laws. And now all of a sudden, Hawaii finds a loophole and puts a bullet in the heart of the Constitution. They found a loophole. This is not going to stop. It goes on to say the history of the Hawaiian Islands does not include a society where our people move about the community to possibly combat the deadly aims of others. Well, let me say something else. I, I said to Leslie, not for last, I said, you know, our laws are set up, our court system is set up for Christians. It's not set up to be able to control an ungodly society. I mean, like you heard Trump say, in China they don't have a drug problem. But if anybody's caught with drugs there, it's a short trial, then death. Well, in other words, our court system is designed to be kind and lenient and gentle and forgiving and long-suffering because it's supposed to be a Christian on the other side of that, that, that podium. But when it's a nation of godless people, this is what you get. So I predict some bad things are soon to happen. According to the reload, the state's ruling against Wilson represents a complete rejection of the U.S. Supreme Court's provisional uh, previous Second Amendment cases. Boom. What that means is Constitution is dead. Uh, it's there, but we're not going by it anymore. We are not a republic anymore. We are a democracy. And the people vote democratically, and they don't want the Constitution anymore. Essentially, that's what they're saying. The case specifically goes against the Supreme Court's ruling. The state's rejection of the Supreme Court's previous rulings would result in the Supreme Court overruling the state court. Okay, okay, all right. Now, let's say when the Supreme Court hears about this, and you can bet they already have, what are they going to do? Are they going to send the military to Hawaii? And they're going to overthrow Hawaii with military and say, no, you have, to, you have to live by the Constitution? I don't think so. In other words, probably Hawaii is going to get away with this. And probably it's not going to just stop at Hawaii. It's going to go on to the other states. And it's not going to stop with just Second Amendment. All of the things in the Constitution that the left doesn't like, now we've become a democracy and the people just vote what they want. That's the difference between a republic. So this is the other dream. I just got this, well, as you can see. Uh, I didn't delete anything. This comes to us from my friend, you be ready, or Brian Searle. Hello, Stan. So good to hear from you. You're in our, our, my daily prayers. I had a dream not too long ago. It was very scary and told my wife, I asked if prayer was a dream from the Lord. Then the next night I'd have the same dream, and he did. I was in my house and heard a disturbance outside. I went over and looked outside and saw HRAPs, I don't know what that is, going down the street. 
When the back door opened up, soldiers with blue helmets started going house to house. They ordered all occupants outside, and the soldiers went inside. I saw them carrying out boxes of electronics, computers, and any firearms. They also carried out anything of value, including gold and silver. I know this because I saw them splitting up the valuables. They took food, ammo, anything they wanted. I thought to myself, these raids happened very fast, and why the blue helmets? Where's our police? Where's our military? This is the part that is scary. Now, this is still a dream. That night after I went to bed, a very loud knock came in the door. My wife and I got up and looked out the window. There stood four men, all wearing black suits. I answered the door, and one of them spoke, asking if I was you be ready, being a smart mouth. I said, are you ready? The bus, they busted in my house. I asked if they had a warrant, and I was told they don't need one under martial law. In other words, Constitution gone. Okay? They found all my journals where I wrote the words I received from the Lord. They took them and arrested me. Now, again, this is a dream. During the interrogation, they asked me who gave me all that information. I replied, the Lord. I wasn't the only one being interrogated. I heard many others crying and praying, and I woke up. So, yes, brother, confiscation is coming during a time of martial law. Many will fight against it, but to no avail. So, I'm going to play you a clip. It's only about four minutes long, but it's very powerful. My name is Rick Jones. I'm the Butler County Sheriff, Butler County, Ohio. Um, I just came back from a national sheriff's training in uh, D.C. three days ago, two days ago. We were briefed by the FBI director, Ray, the director of the FBI, and several federal agencies. There's 3,300 sheriffs in the United States. The President of the United States refuses to meet with the sheriffs of the 3,300. We have a hierarchy. We have a president. We have a vice president. President of the United States refuses to meet with the sheriffs. He also refuses to meet with the police chiefs of the United States. They have a hierarchy also. He refuses to meet with them to talk about border issues or talk about crime that's going on because of the border issue. We were also told by Mr. Ray, the FBI director, that there are more red flags going off now than before 9-11, okay? When I say red flags, meaning people that are here in this country that are wanting to do harm to us. We were also explained we're we're bombing two countries right now. Two countries. These people do not like us before this started. There's thousands of people here from other countries, 160 different countries. They're here not to be our friends. Some of them are coming because they're wanting to come here to the best country in the world, the way we see it. Some are coming here to do harm to us. And we were told by the FBI director, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. We were also told five Sheriffs went to Israel five weeks after the attack. The only thing that saved the Israelis, the government, was the local police. They were outgunned, outmanned. They came over. The Palestinians did. They came over. They killed, raped. The sheriffs were there. They talked to the police. The local police are what saved that country. 
You can't just call, even in Israel, you can't just call the military up and they're going to be there, okay? They went house to house, raping, killing. The Israeli police, when our guys got there, the sheriffs, said they just don't hate us. They hate you guys equally. And the same people that trained them are the same people that trained people to hate us. The FBI director said when 9-11 hit, there's more red flags now than them. So, and he said, these are people that want to kill us and do harm to us. Now, so you're wondering, I want everybody to know what I know. I can't tell you everything, but I want the public to know that we are in a terrible way right now. The United States, and I'm going to get to the local, the United States, we're on the defense. You can't be just defense and not have an offense. We have no offense. We're just defense. We're absorbing these attacks. We're in other countries. We're supplying them with weapons. We're supplying them with our, our, our treasure, our money, and we're not doing much back home. So, with that in mind, we were also told that they're going, this is from the federal government three days ago, they're going to attack our elections, which they've always done that, just not the national. They're going to go into the locals. They encouraged us to talk to our local election officials and be prepared as much as they can for cyber attacks. Even locally, you have to be prepared. So in conclusion, I suggest that you subscribe to our channel and also we're asking people to join the Prophecy Club so you can share in the souls that the Lord gives us. And you do that by clicking the little QR code down at the corner and it'll take you over and you can sign up $9.90 a month or more to join the Prophecy Club. $9.90 a month or more. And uh, Jason Meeks, prophet, said that he was told that we should start doing this so that the Prophecy Club can continue during the hard times ahead. And in the hard times, if you think about it, that's when you really want the Prophecy Club. Let me talk about our three sponsors briefly. First, if you want to get gold or silver, we're going to send you to 800-200-GOLD or prophecyclubgold.com. Prophecyclubgold.com. Second, if you want to get long-term emergency food, the only place I would send you to is josephskitchen.com. It is what I believe is God's long-term storage food. As you recall, Pharaoh and Joseph, what fed the world for seven years was wheat. Most of your long-term storage places, nine to $10,000 to feed one person for one year. Joseph's Kitchen can show you how to do it for about $1,000, one person, one year. And EMP Shield. If you want your car to start, if you want your computers to start after some kind of nuclear event, that's the device to get. And if you go to empshield.com and use the promo code PROPHECY, Get your $50 discount and help your profits. Support.